Good day and good evening, everyone. The title of this poem is Love Lessons. Patient, kind, long-suffering, dutiful, loyal, committed. Just a few of the words that describe the greatest emotion, the greatest feeling that can be conveyed by the human heart through sunshine, rain, joy and pain, lucid and insane, one word stands firm against it all, love. A word that comes and goes with myriad descriptions and conditions, additions and omissions, often confused and conflated by lust and greed. The selfish need to need and be needed runs deeper than the heaviest scars and most permanent ink as sweet nothings transition to loving affirmations and finally to eternal vows. If I'm allowed, may I examine your love? Provide examples of what and what not to trust because in the end, suffering long can turn out to not be enough. Power. What's good, everybody? Good day, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, just depending on when you're listening to this. This is, as you know, the Black in a Minute podcast brought to you by Twyman Art. I am Nero Angelo, and since we are in the week of love, because yesterday was actually Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day, late Valentine's Day. Some of y'all are going to celebrate throughout the week, you know. Some of us older folks like to do the weekend thing. I don't know. It depends on what you want to do. Um, hopefully you've had a good one. Whether you had a mate, if you didn't, you know, hopefully you enjoyed yourself. Even if it was something as simple as just chilling, watching movies. Um, speaking of that, what I wanted to actually talk about today is something that I just happened to come across while I was just searching for something to talk about something relative to love because we haven't talked about it and the first thing I thought of was agape love and then after really thinking about it I was like you know there is more than just that type of love and turns out there's actually four types of love that go under this same general description so I wanted to go ahead and look at this website and i'll be posting the link to it uh on the description of the podcast if you want to read it for yourself but i'm going to go ahead and read through these it's uh the four different types of love all right so uh we'll start off with eros erotic passionate love eros is the erotic or sexual passionate love It is often all about need, and it is more about the person who's feeling sexually attractive than it is about the person who is the focus of that love or thing that is the focus of that love. It is addicting, and it can cause great joy and great sorrow. It isn't always good for you. Um, One thing that I can definitely say concerning Eros is it's something that we as people, especially adults, struggle with often because... It is something that 
for the most part, a lot of society is built on the fulfillment of the id, the fulfillment of the carnal base desires of the mind and the body. So naturally, this is one of the most powerful forms of love because it is guided by more powerful, more raw and visceral emotions, you know, such as lust or greed. Um, when it comes to this sort of love, though, what you run into often is that it becomes insatiable. It gets to the point where it is more like an addiction. And for those of us who understand how an addiction works, it does usually reach a point where you can no longer satisfy it in the way that you originally could because the high has to elevate itself. And in so many ways, Eros is the same way because it's not enough to do this one thing that you learned one day from watching a video. It's not enough anymore to mess with this one person who you was cool with and who you was down with for a while. Now you have to try other things. Now you have to try other people. Now you have to expand your horizons because now you want a new experience. You want the same thing, but either from a new person or in a new way. And that is where heroes can cause issues because say you're in a committed relationship say that you're dealing with somebody who doesn't want to be non-exclusive then you run into the issue that you may cause jealousy you may cause frustration you may cause strife within your own space and now you have to deal with that so yes or or maybe you just have a bad day with the person you with where Things just don't work out in that category, you know? Maybe they're not feeling it the same way you are. Now you have an issue. Um, so that's why while Eros is a powerful emotion and a powerful form of love, it's really not that great by itself. Next up, we have Philia, the love of friends and equals. It can be the love between lovers when they've been together for a long time and are not so hot and bothered anymore. That part's kind of funny. Um, it's also called brotherly love, and we actually did a pod about that in the past, so if you get a chance, um, feel free to look into that before listening to this, or afterwards, either way is fine. And of course, you know sisterly love as well, you know, we're not going to leave the ladies out. But this is the love that is the accepting love of good friendship. It's good for your health. It's the touch of a loved one. The philia touch is said to lower blood pressure. People in loving relationships feel your love and have few doc fewer doctor visits, shorter hospital visits. They tend to have less pain and have more positive emotions. Now, I don't know the validity of some of this and some of the stuff on the website, but I can say that your emotions are inexorably tied to your physical state. So to some degree, there could be a measure of validity to this because of the fact that when you feel good on the inside or emotionally, it helps you to feel better on the outside and physically because when you feel worse emotionally, it can potentially affect you physically if it is intense enough. And that is the power of our emotions. Um, beyond that, philia is one of the most safe loves 
in that it's the love that you have for your friends it's the love that you have for the people you have chosen to be in your life that don't have to be sensually tethered to you that don't have to be there for the purpose of a relationship they are simply your supports you know it's mutual support and that's what it's all about and one of the things that we really need to discuss with filial love is that just like what we were talking about in the last pod it can never be to the point where your support goes to the level of enabling or goes to the level of where you're not getting any of that reciprocated back to you yes we don't actively look for reciprocation when we do good things for people but it is nice to have at the very least some degree of emotional support and emotional or verbal appreciation for the things that you do you know it's not what we do it for but it's nice to have because you should appreciate those who do treat you right and who do support you so that one is definitely a big one um we've got two more um we have storage i think i'm saying that or it's storage i'm not really sure um the love of parents for children this kind of love is what mothers know best but it isn't talked about much when we talk about love it is the love of parents for children it is described as the most natural of loves natural in that it is present without corrosion and is emoted because we can't help ourselves and it pays the least attention to whether the person is worthy of love now with that being said i want you to pay the most attention to that particular part of the definition it doesn't matter whether or not someone is worthy of appreciation of love you don't have to do anything to receive this love other than to be a child of a parent who loves you or sometimes i could even stretch it and say the child can have the same type of love and affirmation for their parents because sometimes in my line of work and i've seen both there are some parents who we on the outside would not consider to be worthy of that type of love and as children grow up and they develop and they become adults and they do things that may not be becoming of where they came from and what their background was we would believe that they are not worthy of the love of their parents but see that's the biggest thing about this particular type of love it is a love that does not require that you know as a parent you should love your child because they're your child not because of what they can do for you not because of what they can offer you not because of how cute they look in pictures not because it's great for a photo op not because you look great walking around with a stroller you know it's because that's your child and this is a particular type of love that i feel like we need more of in the world not to say that we don't have it but that it does need to be seen more because there are a lot of children out here who suffer when they do not have this they hurt when they don't have access to a love from a parent that is genuine and has no basis in need want or desire 
because those things can stick with you forever. You know, it's, it's hard when you grow up and you become an adult and you feel like you are lacking in this particular type of love from your parent. Because what makes that so bad is that our parents are the first example of what love is. They teach us our first lessons about love and how to express it. And without those first lessons, we tend to end up being very deficient when it comes to not only pursuing love, but also expressing love with those who we do want to appreciate and, and really emote to in that way. So with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break so that way we can hear a message from our sponsors. All right, all right, all right. So we are back. And like I said, we we're gonna go ahead and do number four. We we're gonna save what I think the most commonly known one is for last. Now, granted, I might have a bias with this just because I was raised in church. So I used to hear about this particular type of love all the time. So it's just one of those things that I've just come to understand. But we'll still go by the definitions the same way I said we would. So the final type of love we're going to talk about is agape love, which is the love of mankind. It's the love modeled on the love of the Christian God for men and the love of man for God. It is the love that is given whether or not it's returned. It is the love without any self-benefit. In the Buddhist tradition, it is the central foundation of loving kindness for all mankind. This kind of love is important in the process of forgiveness. Forgiveness is important to your health because the inability to forgive is associated with anger and a number of health outcomes that are not so good. It is love that sets a very hard bar, but it may be at the foundation for happiness and contentment. All right, so going into that, yes, agape love is above all else the particular type of love or brand of love that does not ask anything of the other person. It does not ask or request anything from someone who you give it to. It is truly unconditional love. And as such, it's the hardest one, at least in my opinion, to express and sustain. Because as we know, we as people are taught to place conditions, to place boundaries, and to impose constraints on pretty much everything. Um, this is a love that's supposed to be without limits by definition. It's supposed to be something where you don't consciously think about the effect that it will have on you, or about the benefits or detriments that loving a person in this way will have on you and as such it is difficult to maintain it is difficult to quantify as, as well and one of the things that i've learned in trying to practice this particular type of love um is that 
just because you do have a genuine love for mankind and for your fellow man and for you know other people it doesn't require you to do a lot other than that unless you want to there are ways to love unconditionally but still not give to the point of excess or insanity and i think this is where some people get it confused and even i had this issue in the past when i was younger i used to think that giving and love were synonymous and they're not although giving and you know helping and aiding people is part of a love language it is not necessarily something that is absolutely required for you to express an agape love and agape love can be something as simple as saying a kind word to someone as giving a positive affirmation to someone who you don't know from a can of paint uh as saying something positive to some just being nice just being genuinely nice you know um when i was young i remember my grandfather always telling me and he still says it to this day that his uncle taught him to always wave at everyone because you never know whose hands you're in or whose hands you'll be in and to me that is a simple very bare bones version of agape love which is you wouldn't just wave at a stranger but it's okay to do so because it shows that you're a nice and you're a genuine person it doesn't have anything to do with what you want to get out of them it doesn't have anything to do with you trying to get over on somebody you're trying to push a certain narrative or image of yourself it has everything to do with just being a decent person with being courteous because you never know maybe that kind word you said might be the only nice thing someone has told that day maybe you treating someone with a modicum and a level of respect in that one moment might be the first time that someone has done that for them in a long time possibly ever in the type of world that we live in it's very difficult to sustain agape love because everything around you and everything on either side of listening and understanding and learning will teach you that agape love is not sustainable and that it's not feasible to have because of the way that the world is and though i can see the points that they can make and and where they might get that logic from it still stands to say that there is nothing wrong with having a genuine love and appreciation for others for the sake of them just existing for no other reason in fact one of the ways to start is to try to express an agape love for yourself and i'm not saying be selfish i'm not saying you know be self-aggrandizing either and be all into yourself no just learn to appreciate yourself simply because you are alive 
Not because you did something amazing for somebody, not because you achieved some big goal, not because you made it to some level or precipice that you never were at before, but just because you're alive, because you exist, because you were allowed to wake up another day on this earth, for better or for worse. And that's where it starts. I, I, I feel like with any type of love, with any of these types of loves, and especially agape love, self-love is important. Because if you do not learn to love yourself, and this seems like such a simple concept, but it's one that a lot of people don't get. If you don't learn to love and appreciate yourself for just existing in an unconditional manner, without requiring something of yourself to make you worthy of your own love, you can't express that to someone else because you don't even know what it feels like, you know? And that's the main thing. That's why I think that agape love is one of the most important ones. And kind of part of the reason I saved it for last is because there's a lot more required of you in order to express it. And one of those things is self-love. You don't have to have self-love for a, a lot of these other categories, except for maybe the filial love, because you are having love for friends. And learning and learning how to love yourself is going to teach you how to express love for your friends and for other people. But with these others, with the other two, uh, with Eros and... I'm not going to try and pronounce that other one. The love for your children... There are people who can love someone, quote unquote, sexually and sensually, but they have no appreciation for themselves, no matter how beautiful someone says they are. There are people who can have an unbridled love for their children, but still want to kill themselves, still feel like they have nothing to contribute to the world other than raising their children and once that's done they don't see a purpose in existing anymore they can do that they tether themselves to their children and sometimes you get people who live vicariously through their children because that is the only way that they can experience some level of self-love because they figure well if this thing that i created this child that i created can achieve something greater than me then i am suddenly worthy of affection and love and appreciation but that's not how it has to be you can love yourself unconditionally you're alive you exist therefore you are deserving of love and understanding that concept is the biggest part of learning how to express an agape love. Because now that you love yourself, you know what it feels like to truly be loved with no conditions. Now you can express that to others because you've experienced it. And sometimes you have to experience some things in order to understand them. And to truly understand why someone else is owed this love, you have to understand that you're owed it as well. But um, I won't go way too deep into that. We may re we may uh, bring this subject up again. 
hopefully at a time when Dark Skin's with me, because I would love to have this, <laughs> love, love to have this discussion with him as well. I think that he would have a lot to contribute to that. Um, but if you enjoyed this and you enjoy our content and the things we've been saying, you know, please keep in touch with us check in on our social media check us out on youtube watch our old live streams you know support us by the merch we have merch you know but beyond all that i do want to say in this month of love in this week of love in this month that is also black history month the most important thing that you can do for yourself is learn how to love yourself without boundaries and also learn the place that these four types of love should occupy within your own life because there's nothing good or bad about any of these more so than the other everything just has a place everything has a space that it should occupy and love is no different the different types of love is no different you can effectively express all of these types of love in one lifetime if you arrange them properly but you have to start with yourself you have to start with having that agape love for yourself and that appreciation for yourself and I'm not gonna lie to you and say that it's easy. No, it's extremely hard. Because we're not taught that. We're taught that self-love is selfishness. You know, self-care is even is misdefined in, in our current society. No, give yourself some appreciation. You don't have to be prideful. You don't have to be, you know, boisterous about it just appreciate yourself for existing because there's only one you in the world and there never will be another so with that being said i'm nero angelo this has been the black in a minute podcast brought to you by twyman art i'm here to say peace out i love you power